All right, let's move swiftly on to the second show. We have yep. the music segment uh, this week. And like I said, if you watched the last show, I'm only going to do a four track review of Crepton Conan's Revenge of Sweet. I've done this before on Max O' Cream's album and on the previous iteration of this show. I think I did it with one album. I can't quite place it. I think I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> that cow. Yeah. Loud man, but what it's do a you want to? <laughs> yeah, what do you want to get through? First? I'll just do my album review straight up. Feet of Clay by Earl Sweatshirt. Yes, okay. uh, it's a weird album. I haven't quite decided on a rating yet. Mm-hmm. It's another fine project from Young Earl. All right. Uh, most of the tracks were self-produced. There was like one produced by The Alchemist and then one produced by Overcast. And then the very last track that features Mac Homie, he had Mr. Homie on the, the co-production. Uh, you could definitely tell which ones were produced by Earl and which ones were not. Um, like the ones that had very weird shit in it was Earl. And like all the other ones, we you could sort of like tell the producers were like, I don't know what to give you. Yeah. It's like, you're a weird guy. I'm just going to like leave this beat minimalistic. Yeah. And they were the ones like produced by yeah, other people. Um, the one you played me last week, East, has an accordion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who hears an accordion and thinks... This is low-key fire. I'm going to rap on it. Mate, Earl. Like, it's just crazy. But um, Earl, while he's known for his weird production, he's also known for his heavily layered lyrics with each line having like three possible meanings to it. And he does bring that along with this project as well. It was only a short project, so unfortunately I don't have too much to unpack. But what he's managed to fit into this 15-minute long project is nothing short of impressive. Uh, and it hasn't even been a year since his last project. So like, you'd, you, know, you can't expect too much from him. Yeah. Uh, the first track, 74, he's got a cool line about his fans. Uh, bubble heads, chatterbox is flapping, but I got a lot of them fed. Not bad. Basically saying, uh, everyone's just biting his heels, screaming more music, more music. But now with this project, they're fed. Yep. Um, he's got a cool line at the end of that one as well. <clears throat> Protect your neck and don't forget the heart. That's lovely. Mate. Shout out. Shout out to Big Earl. Yep. <laughs> and there are a lot of like double Eric Andres sprinkled in throughout the project. Uh, in East, he says, off top was me, no cap, I don't bottle things. So like basically say he doesn't bottle up his emotions, but it's also referring to his alcohol addiction. Mm. Um, you know, like both off top, no cap, saying he's got an open drink in his hand. In the same song he says, and I miss my pop dukes, I might just hit me, or might just hit me. Depending how I play my cards, the wind whispered to me, ain't it hard? I wait to be the light shimmering from a star, cognitive dissonance shattered, and the necessary venom restored as if it matters or if as if it matters if you think it matters anymore. That should be bloody hard to say. 
They're like, who the fuck has that many like syllables and single words? <coughs> I don't know. That is hard though. <coughs> um. Oh. So that's another reference to his alcoholism, specifically the line "cognitive dissonance shattered and the necessary venom restored." Uh, the line before that, he says he waits to be the light shimmering from a star in a very depressed tone. And when he realizes the utter illogicalness in his, or his cognitive dissonance is shattered. So he turns to the necessary venom, i.e. alcohol, to restore it. There you go. Uh, in M tomb. M tomb. Oh, yeah. It's the word tomb with an M in front of it. Yep. He's got a dope line right at the start, right at the end. Uh, Piscean, just like my father, still got bones to pick out. Because, yeah, Pisces a fish. You need to pick out bones of fish in order to eat them. Yep. But he's still got a bone to pick with his dad. Like, that, that's pretty clever. Um, like, that song's only like a minute or so long. He's got a, so many good lines in there. Um, like, right at the start, he's got... Uh, the maze, I'm an eagle. Because if you're an eagle, mazes are not at all difficult. There you go. You just, you're not wrong, you just go above. Yeah. <laughs> um, the line before that starts out with, I make up the easel, and then the maze, I'm an eagle. Like, just about every single word there rhymes, that's impressive. Uh, El Toro Combo Meal. Features uh, Mavi or Marvi. Marvi, yeah. And he fucking kills it. I'm going to read out like a fair bit of, of his lyrics. But he starts the song off with Lost My Dog to the Staircase. <laughs> lost My Dog to the Staircase. Which like could mean on his way to success, he lost a friend who didn't quite make it with him. Yep. Uh, but it's also a play on the idea of there being a staircase into heaven. Oh. So that's that's hard. That's really clever. Um, the song El Toro as well is named after an apparently famous set of stairs for skating on. There you go. That's got like three Eric Andres in there. He just goes too dummy hard, I tell you that much. He bloody does. Um, I'm sorry if I butcher this because it is very difficult to read, but this is how his verse starts out. Lost my dog to the staircase, took a high spot on the podium, ghost of neighbours, probably smoking to the thought of known. They lost a part of grown up, spurned, spurned us, learned I had to keep a wedge to get out of the rough. Fuses clip for nuisance, disrespect, because we carried enough. I promised I'd bury the grudge, preparing the carrying grub. Larry Opsov's lost in the alley in the air, but not sunk. I spun to the loss of my grandmama, buried the dunk. Send better prayer a month, through the above. Which is just insane. And then just a little bit later in the verse, he says, The rhyme and Rubik's for fun, but I do what I want. And I and I rue what it was later, a looter as such. Don't even know what that means. Just, I don't know, that's bloody difficult to say. Uh, and he ends his verse on some absolute tomfoolery. I spent ages practicing how to say this and get his flow down, but the pronunciation of like all the words I, I still like struggle with. And don't ask me for the meaning, because I, I don't know what it is. You knew the rules, and we knew how to shoot the loopholes. You go buku bloot, and McKinnon him got the cannon. You jukal buka loot. I've been spinning around the ant, and non-definitive, I just crammed it. Outward gifted, inward field damn. I took my lupus, bruises, gooses, 
what the fuck are you to do? That's that's nice. I, I don't know what Hugo Bukoop Loot means <laughs> or Duke or Boogaloo. But it means something. <laughs> Duke or Boogaloo. I like that. That's actually quite dummy hard. <laughs> uh, and the 4N is the very last track. It features Mac Homie. And d- did you review an album of Mac Homie's? Yeah, I did, yeah. It was, I uh, don't know what it was called. But yeah, I did. Do you want another one? Were there any lyrics available? Yeah, he, he took them all down. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. I, I was going to say that like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, but no, they weren't on the that. Digital Millennial Copyright Act, DMCA. Yeah, I know. DMCA does. He's, he's, he's fighting to take all lyrics down of all his music. He successfully Why? got a lot down. He's um, he's a weird character, but he's just trying to um, like protect himself. Really, like it's his music, and he wants the only source of anything to do with it to come from him. He's fighting the he's fighting the good fight. I think. Like, well, he needs to bloody speak clearer. I couldn't fucking hear him on this track. <laughs> but like, the one thing is that like. I just, I like that how committed he is to being like underground, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's very committed to having it his sort of way. Where like a lot of artists want to be on Genius, want to be recognized, but yeah. <coughs> is a cough or a sneeze? That was a cough. <laughs> um, He sort of like mumbles things for an intro. Then I think there's a verse and um, then a chorus, which is just like an extended version of the intro. But uh, Earl has a really dope line right at the end. Couple clips left, couple lips cleft. Hammer and nail, homie and Earl. That's fucking hard. Yep. So Earl is difficult to review because like he's... Very artistic, but hard to listen to. Yep. But in a good way. Yep. You're not wrong. I think I'm going to settle on a 7 out of 10 for this one. 7 out of 10? That's not bad, you know. may go up and down by like half a point, but yeah. Round about there for Earl. Round about there? Mate, not bad. Not bad indeed. All right. Shall I move on to mine? Yeah. All right, give me two seconds. You got to cut right here. Okay. All right, quick nap. Yeah. All right, wake up. Wake your punk ass right, up. I need some bread. <laughs> All right, and. Like actual bread, not Recut. Yeah. All right, so I switched midweek, like I said before, from uh, Rod Wave's Ghetto Gospel to this. I just wasn't feeling the album. And then when I heard the, heard the first song on this album, on. Uh, Crepton Conan's Revenge of Sweet I automatically switched Goat Level is the first track so I'm going to be reviewing the four tracks Goat Level Keep Talking uh, Cheating on Wifey and Broski now this whole album is 13 tracks it is I think a little under an hour Um, it doesn't even say um, and I don't have it on my Spotify at the moment. But yeah, released November 1st. So I was very excited for this because I'm a fan of Crept and Conan. Um, their last 
sort of two mixtapes, which was Seven Days and Seven Nights, I really enjoyed, and they talked about that on this album, um, but not on the tracks I'm reviewing. So when I first got into Goat Level, I was just like, whoa, this is insane. Like, the puns that these guys come up with are just, and sort of the punchlines, are just incredible. Um, just like the, the first sort of um, line that Krep says is, you rappers ain't up, you rappers ain't up, stop telling lies. You made peace, but you lost it because you clowns weren't Pennywise. That's just hard. Like, just straight up. And then I used to... What does it mean by you peas? You made peas, like pounds. Slang for pounds. Um, And then respect the rise. I used to sell dead drawers. Now I can sell my company like an escort. Ooh. That is hard. Um, But this was like one of the craziest lines of the whole album. It's like, you were gone and like Kwame. Bust your head. Now your hat's red like you Kanye. We can do this our, uh, your way. We can do this our way. Think your neighbor's wild? My neighbor's wild like Deontay. Turn up to the party. Jacket 3000 like I'm Andre. Mum, your kid blue like Beyonce. I used to do moves like Pilates. Con was with a Mac like Ariana Grande. Oh. That's hard. That is. That's hard. Um, I don't really like Ariana Grande. You don't like Ariana Grande? I think she yeah. makes some, some quality music. You see, she licked a donut in a shop and then put it back. Oh, yeah. She started, like, that whole trend. Yeah. She probably bought it after, to be fair. Just didn't show it. But people definitely did that without buying it. Yeah. Um, wait, did she start the trend or did someone else? No, I don't uh, think she, she started it, actually. Either way, she fucking did it. Yeah. That's trashy. Yeah, she probably bought it. Because I'm pretty sure the person that started that actually got sent to jail. Um, oh, yeah, the ice cream liquor. Oh, that was it. The she ice did cream get sent liquor. to jail, yeah. Um, but then this was one of the hardest Like, Be careful when you drive through the G blocks. Spray your windshield. That's a definition of a screenshot. Man oh, was... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that is hard. Um, man, was in G... uh, man was in GQ. Hey, Con, what the issue? Bro, bought the magazine. Like, Con, what's the issue? Bruh. <laughs> that's hard. Oh, that is hard. Because, like, magazines talking about the gun, but, like, GQ's a magazine. And then what's the issue? issue like, like, that. Yeah, like, that's, that is hard. That is weaved together. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's hard. And then Conan comes in with just the braggadocious intro. I don't see no challenge. My bracelet cost a Volkswagen, no bragging. That's hard to just come in. It is. Um, and if I got a problem, I won't add him. I ain't. Doing no chatting. I'm old fashioned. Um, and then he says, I was, uh, the head teacher kicked me out. I never went back. I was sitting in the barbers when I went plat. That's hard. Oh, that is hard. Um, and then just one of the, this cra- This is a crazy sort of, uh, just a whole rest of this verse. Uh, now I got a restaurant and I don't cook. They say your network is your net worth probably got a half a billion my phone book it's all smoke and mirrors till you count the stores the scores rap game looking like the clout awards bally on running out of scores now i got now i get favors from mps and house of lords i'm only setting i'm only settling for better things they ain't no they said no track suits i bet they let me in she told me that my penthouse looks like I play for Arsenal. I told the concierge, Bellerin. 
which is just hard because that is there's a there's a player uh, for the Arsenal. His name's Hector Bellerin, and then told my concierge to Bellerin. Yeah, that's hard. That is pretty clever. Pretty girls want to beat, want a pattern, um, and I didn't plan it, but her weaves on a satin. This ain't a G wagon, but there's G's in the wagon. <laughs> when we catch you, we ain't tweeting. It happened. That's just hard. Um, it was just a crazy experience listening to that. Like just the way that they um, sort of just do the whole album, uh, the whole verse, just in such a um, dangerous tone. And I I love the way Crep does it when he at the end of his punchlines it goes to like a monster voice like it just sort okay. of goes a little bit like they have an effect on it i'm gonna play it um play a little bit it's a very crept and conan beat oh that's nice I like that. It's just hard. Like, it's just an insane song. Yeah, I love that song. Um, that one made me fall in love with like the whole album. Um, but then we had next was Keep Talking, uh, which featured Stormzy and Cadet, who is... Uh, Krep's cousin who sadly passed away in a car accident um, last year. Um, but he is on this. And he just goes ham. And I just love the end. Because um, it's like six verses. They just go hard. like. And I just love the way um, the ad-libs come in. What do, what do they say? Oh, he's like, keep going. And like he just gets like faster and faster. And oh, it just sounds cool. like so cool. Um, but yeah, my favorite line from this whole thing is... Um, in Krep's first verse, he's like, um, oh, had man, have man bobbing and weaving. I test out the Aventador. That's a goat and a lamb. How can I be a vegan? That's hard. That is hard. That's hard. Who hasn't, who, why has no one thought of that? I test out the Aventador. That's a goat in a lamb. How can I be a vegan? That's dummy. That, yeah, that's nice. And then I love Stormzy's um, opener too. Young Black King, I came and I murked it. 15, yeah. I had a chain, but I jerked it. Man can't talk about whips or peas. Got an S-Class sitting there covered in bird shit. <laughs> like, he just doesn't even care about his S-Class. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's just like, whatever. Just get, he's collecting bird shit over there. Like, that's hard. Um, I'm going to play um, a little bit of Cadet's... Uh, verse because it's just it's just i hope it's actually not just collecting bird shit <laughs> probably is like it's, it's not good for the, the paint of the car it doesn't give a shit mate you look give after bird your shit. it's a whole new world grime isn't it yeah yeah 
real trigger team, man, I free phone niggas. Pull up with some old school people niggas. Man, niggas take flight. I hate phone niggas. I head back niggas. I head back niggas. Permanent on your head, man. I head back head back niggas. And I met that nigga on a short foot. Niggas should have head back niggas. If a group in the mud and the metal like us, there's no question if the metal might bust, nigga, keep talking. I'm gone. Rest in peace, cuz. It's just a hard More for me to say, I head butt. Neighbours. Yeah. That's hard. <laughs> uh, and then, out there headbutting people. They're crazy. Yeah. Um, cheating on wifey is not even talking about uh, cheating on the wife. They clickbaited us. It's talking about sleeping with a gun um, because these neighbours don't like me. Um, but yeah, I t- it was such a weird verse by Crep. It was Crep, right? Yeah, Crep did a weird... Uh, um, part in the middle um, I'll, I'll play it in a minute because I can't even do the accent that he does it's like <laughs> some crazy um, thing but yeah I like the uh, man's hot topic Adam Ishmael Ibrahim sorry I'm just counting the profit like as in oh. profit but also profit <laughs> that's hard um, but yeah I'm gonna play his little whatever it's the weirdest thing um, I like the cadence. Yeah. Right, so I'm going to read what it says, and then I'm... it's just weird. The ting went ra, but that man can't remember. <laughs> Got a couple Malis that don't do raga. Got no straba. <laughs> And then it just says, and they always ask me the same damn question. Should I stab with a dagger or shoot a max splatter? <laughs> and then I really like the line. I came with a crazy looking white lad. He looks kind of Irish. <laughs> I don't even know what he was on at this point. He's cooked in this verse. That reminds me of uh, six nines, like the ra ra ra. Oh yeah. He's coming right there. Why is he saying it like that? Is that... I, I'm not getting that. I don't know. It's just a weird... Uh, it does sound cool, but... It does sound cool. And I like the... Um, Rayo like Ramos. Girls like Cavos. Oh, Gris like Cavos. Swap your flat from her jewels. If I knock if I knock a couple grand off, big stones in my hand got me feeling like Thanos. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then I just really like the one line um, by Conan. Got... Got something under the puffer, Red Devil, but I came with a gunner. Oh, that's hard. Referencing two Premier League teams there, the Manchester United and Arsenal. Um, and then the last song is such a tragic uh, song. Um, and yeah, it's very sad. It is about Nash. Um, he took his life in 2018. He was a very good friend of Crept and Conan's. And he was a part of the 
um, restaurant that they made, which was which is called funnily crepes and cones, um, which is a cool name for the crept and Conan um, mm. thing. But yeah, uh, so I just want to read what Conan said via Apple Music. He says we're talking about our friend that committed suicide. He was involved in our restaurant crepes and cones. He committed suicide on the week of his birthday, about five days before we opened the restaurant. We didn't see it coming. We just wanted to end it on that note. Yeah, revenge is sweet and all of that, but this is real. You can see the cars, the achievements, the success, the downs, the ups, but it's all affecting our mental health and we just want to make sure we look after ourselves mentally and physically. Mm. Make sure you always, make sure you just always put that first over everything. And when I first heard it, it's, it, I honestly got chills. It was, it's insane. Like the chorus is, um, crep singing. I'll play the chorus. Um, but yeah, he, he, they just talk about, um, like, um, what he did and everything and how he was so selfless and that he just wanted, um, the best for crept and Conan and that he was sort of there for the whole thing, for the whole, um, experience like uh crep talks about him telling all of his songs to him and him gassing him up and um like if he knew that if this guy liked it like it would mm. be good and and he said that um i came to you with the with my idea for robbery i sprayed you all the bars you went crazy in the car oh that's when i knew it was a hit like i'm gonna finish this tomorrow we were who's supposed to gas me now and say I raised the bar. It's pretty pretty crazy stuff. And then mm. Conan comes in with basically the same things. Um, so when Floss told me the news, I was sitting there confused. Tears rushed to my eyes. I couldn't eat my food. Bro, I didn't want to believe it, but I have to. You passed away before I got to say thank you. And it's just a... It is a somber note to end such a great album. Um, yeah, and... Conan Crep does extremely well on the on the chorus. Not very much known for his singing, but yeah, it does very well on this. Yeah, yeah. This one's for my brother. This is just the intro. That's yeah, so deep. So let's make a toast, G. For my broski. For my broski. Yeah. One time for my broski. It's just a great song. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic album from what I have listened to. Like I said, I don't feel confident giving this a proper review, but those are the four standout tracks for me. So go check those out and go check out the rest of the album. It, obviously, I Spy was on there, which was a single released off it. And yeah, other great tracks um, on this album, like Tell Me, uh, Revenge is Sweet, G-Love, First Time as well. So definitely go check this out. If I was to give it a first sort of impressions, I would probably give it, again, a 7 out of 10 like Rob did with Feet of Clay. So definitely go check that out. Go check out those four tracks, which was Goat Level, Keep Talking, uh, Cheating on Wifey, and Broski. But let's move into... The rap song of the year. Yeah. 
All right, what do we have this week? Can't Hold Me Down by Puff Daddy, featuring Mace. Right, and? The Rain by Missy Elliott, featuring Ooh. Timberland. What do we have this week? What do you reckon? I'll, go, I'll talk about Can't Nobody Hold Me Down first. Right. Uh, to be honest, I didn't really like the song. It has like a, good, a few good, like, funny lines in there, like, um, Got green, never seen, so you suck my jewels, clutch my ooze, anything I touch I bruise. Yeah, That's I don't. A, a bit clever. I don't like Sean Combs. Yeah, we do. don't really like him that much. Yeah, I didn't really um, think that this one was um, like special. Yeah, but I, this I is like, the first ever album released by Puff Daddy, I believe. Am I? I that think you are correct in saying that. Yeah, I really like the um. Or he got his PhD. Play a heightened degree. Oh, I did like that too. Yeah, yeah I hadn't heard this song cool. before. Um, I'm being completely honest. No, I hadn't. Like, I recognised it, but only because it it samples the message. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, I hadn't heard it. Yeah. This one's not not as good, but at at the time, Puff Daddy was definitely, like, already established in the game. He'd obviously already worked with um, Biggie. He'd worked with Lil' Kim. He'd worked with other people. So, it's not not a terrible song by any stretch, but... um, we're talking about the best of the best this year, and I don't yeah. think that I think that uh, Missy was a bit ahead. But did you have something else? I did. Um, the refrain was also bre- like "Break My Stride" by um, Matthew Wilder. Oh, was it? Yeah. So the only original thing that they had was the verses. There you go. That's it. Um, I actually hated the rain. <laughs> you hated it. I hated the super it. Super duper fly or whatever it is. Yeah. What's it say? Super yeah, super duper fly. Yeah. Um, I'll just read out what I, I wrote. The, the beat has nothing there at all. Right. Which, it can be good. I've heard many minimalistic beats sound good. But then it's up to the artist to bring something extra, which does not happen here. Right. Uh, she has next to zero flavour in her voice, which again can sound good. Um, but yeah, paired with the beat being the same way, it's not nice. But her lyrics are just something else. You don't want to play with my yo-yo. Beep, beep. Who's got the keys to the Jeep? Vroom. I actually like this one. I'm driving to the beach. <laughs> I like this one better than the other one, though. The, I don't. I don't think... I don't think... What are we up to? 97? Is that what we're up to? Something like that, yeah. 96, think, 97, something like that. Yeah, I don't think it was the best year for hip-hop. No. But I will say, Missy Ellis, I edged it out for me. But they're both probably fives. Yeah. Only what one's like a five point two and one's a five <coughs> something like that. I um oh, that's right. I sit on the hills like Lauren till the rain starts coming down, pouring, chill, I got my umbrella. Yeah. It's not great. I, I prefer this one. I just I don't know why, but Zan had some better lines than that. Like I'm not even lying. You reckon Zan's was a little bit better? There you go. Alright, do you have what we have next week? What are we... Uh, next week is Rough Riders Anthem by DMX. Oh, what a classic. That's like one of my favourite songs of all time. That is a bloody banger. I'm going to play then, it right now. And then Ha by Juvenile. Rough Riders Anthem. I love that song. I tell you, it's already going to win for me anyway. <laughs> what a What a banger. This is the... um. 
DMX is a legend. It's one of the Boston Celtics. Um, like they play that like during the games. <laughs> it's absolutely legendary, man. All right, what do we have next? Uh, my discog dive, and then I think that's us done. There you go, discog dive, and then we're done. Yeah. So, what do you have this week? Well, I did JPEG Mafia. Ooh. Now, because right. he's got a lot to unpack, what I'm going to do is just one album each, like, well, Fortnite. Right. we take turns on the Discord dives. Okay. So, yeah. This week is Black Ben Carson. Black Ben Carson. His first ever album. All right. Uh, Peggy is aggressively artistic, aggressively political, and aggressive. Yeah. There you go. If you do something that this man doesn't like, you'll know about it because you'll be in a hole missing your face. Like he, he will cut you. <laughs> he will cut. <laughs> uh, he has a very strong stance on pretty much everything and is not afraid to yell it at you. Uh, he produced all of the beats on this album and they are incredibly abrasive. There aren't many features on this project. One track has three features. And then there's only two other features throughout. The first feature doesn't actually appear until track 13. He carries it by himself until then. But the very first feature is Peanut Butter Thug. Who Peanut is just thug. JPEG Mafia. But higher pitched <laughs> and with a cowboy accent. <laughs> there you go. He was the original um, <laughs> Lil Nas X. <laughs> but he was. Um... I was talking to Gabby about this project just the other day and when you speak the lyrics they do lose a lot of their essence like they just don't sound as important and it actually surprised me with just how big of an effect his emphasis has but um, I'll run through the tracks and like bring up any mentionable points whether it be comedic or hard hitting takes he starts out on Drake era he makes it very obvious that he hates the current state of rap with mm-hmm. the lines you see me and you see terror. I got stripes like a flag, like a flag bearer. Peggy, Peggy, I'm the new young Mayweather. I'm just trying to take hip hop out the Drake era. Fuck a mob, fuck a squad, fuck your men's and them. You singing ass neighbors don't know how to be men. There you go. And then at the end of verse two, he just repeats, "Get the fuck out of my genre, my genre." Just like over and over again. He's insane, that fellow. He is insane. Uh, all caps, no spaces. This song is pretty mental. I'm going to play this one. It's like an iconic JPEG Mafia. It is. And this, I think, perfectly describes how abrasive his, his beats are. Like, already, this is not nice to listen to. And, um... I don't know when he... Does like the yelling shit. Like this is the whole beat. Like he literally just says fuck Eminem. <laughs> like who does that? He is a weird guy. He bloody is. Um, so all caps no spaces just refers to his name. Um, 
yeah, if you're interested in like production and you're lacking a bit of inspo, check this guy out. Like he's just full of just send it to him. Just make nothing. Shit. Just put a bunch of things in. Yeah. Just send it to him. He might use it. Well, what was it? JPEG Mafia type beat where he just asked Kenny Beats what's the worst beat you've ever made. Yeah. And he used it. Yeah. Kenny Beats, what a legend. <laughs> I love Kenny Beats. He's a beast. Do you watch The Cave? Uh, I watched the first YouTube episode series. with JPEG Mafia. Yeah. He's in season two now, mate. There you go. He's done like Vince Staples. Yeah. Uh, in season two, I can't even think of anyone else to be completely honest from season one. I watched them all though. I do want to watch it. But when's um, Danny Brown make another episode of Danny's House? Uh, he was he was on the first episode of season two. Oh, I have no idea. That shit was fucking hilarious. He just did like ASAP Rocket and then yeah. he just stopped. Yeah. Talking about like alien titties. Yeah. And and Black was the second episode of The Cave. That was okay. hard. That was probably like the best freestyle. Oh, wow. That and surprises just, me. He says that he doesn't... Um, oh, I have a funny story about Danny Brown off that too. He just says he doesn't um, write his raps down. Like, uh, black. Like, he, he just, just remembers them. Yeah. He just does them in his head and he gets like the flow down in his head and then he just does it. Oh, that's weird. He's crazy. And then, bloody Danny Brown, he has three phones. <laughs> and, like, one... fat hose. No, one... <laughs> <laughs> one's for just everyday use, one's a fake phone. <laughs> You get a fake like it doesn't work. No, I think it's just I don't know. Give fake. No, I don't even know. He just he doesn't elaborate. Like if someone on that. says like, like hold the gun to him and like give me your phone. Yeah, I don't know. And then the last one is his rap phone, which is a, a pixel, because he likes to um have Google. <laughs> he likes to have like because it's like the Google phone, the Google yeah. Pixel. He likes to just have all his raps spelled correctly because he can't spell <laughs> properly. <laughs> And he says, if you have a red squiggle under your wraps, he will not be in the studio with you. <laughs> you have to be spelt correctly. <laughs> I, I, I do agree with like the everyday personal use and then like the business phone, especially if you're like a public figure like him. Like you don't want your dick pics being accidentally yeah. sent out or whatever. Yeah. No, I just thought that was funny. He, he doesn't like red squiggles on his wraps. Yeah, that's funny. He has to. He has to have all his uh, words spelt correctly so he yeah. can say it. Um, Didn't um, Alex Alex Bram? No, Alex Jones. That one accidentally revealed he was looking like transgender porn. I don't even know. Probably no idea. But yeah, and Danny. Know. What else did Danny Brown say? He's crazy. He's he says that um, he only raps on the weekends now. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he? And he said one more stupid thing. If you fuck Hillary Clinton, you get asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, he was like, um, oh, what did he say? Oh, his laugh is insane. That's one yeah. thing that, um, I obviously knew that, but just from that video, just went even crazy. But yeah, he just says that, um, he doesn't like to mosh anymore. He just wants to get on stage and, and then leave. <laughs> He's too old. <laughs> and he says that rap is like, um, stand-up comedy. You just have to know the bits and then the rest come in. <laughs> Wait, he you just gotta know the punchlines and he can he reckons he can fill in the <laughs> so he's a he's, funny character. He is a funny cunt. Um but yeah, alright, going back to to Peggy. Uh digital blackface. It's a very interesting song to me. Um which is kind of ironic because in this track he's saying that he hates us. Like you Doesn't and me. Doesn't surprise me. 
Like, yeah, Peggy hates us. Like, um, you and me? Yeah. Does he specifically say our name? <laughs> no. But like... Who's he hate? We, like, people like us. What, what does that mean? Like, what are we like? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not just going to leave it there. <laughs> right. Um, the hook repeats, I'm going digital with my black face, referring to Pitchfork and Complex. Right. Or any media outlet that uses non-black spokesmen to comment on black culture. Right. So, like, blackface is obviously, you know, a white person putting on black paint. Right. So, hip-hop is black culture. No one else can claim it. Well, like... Is that what he's saying? Well, it depends on who makes the rap, I guess. Right. But, so, like, a digital blackface that's, like, you know, pretty self-explanatory. Right. But, um... Yeah, to comment on black culture, any sort of non-white person. So, um, uh, it would be Sean Evans when he goes on, like, everyday... It's not everyday struggle. He's got one hip-hop show that's not Hot Ones. He does another one as well. Right. And, like, whatever that guy is on Hot 97, not Ebro, the other one. Oh, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know his name. Though. He's an OG, though. He knows his shit. Yeah. He's good. But, um... Yeah, I, I think... Digital blackface is a really cool way of describing that, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah. Like you said, rap is not black culture. Like, it's not, like, isolated to just that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can rap. That's, like, just as offensive as us saying country music is white culture. Yeah, there you go. Black, Black people aren't allowed to do country music. Like, that's just not true. Yeah. But wait, where would the record be with uh, Old Town Road? Never would have been made if that wasn't that, if that was the case. Yeah, you're not wrong. Take me down to the Old Town Road. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, I, I think like saying that as well is just causing unnecessary or like creating unnecessary segregation. Yeah. Um, like I think anyone is allowed to comment on anyone else and anything as long as it's done in a respectful manner. Like if you're reviewing if you're reviewing a black man's album and you just bring up the fact that he's black in a negative way, like yeah, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Yeah. But like you're still allowed to comment on it and give your thoughts in a respectful manner. Um Yeah, he's he does have an awesome line in there though. Uh, I told them that this that pitchfork dick seven point six bitch Get in where you fit. I don't know if he meant to do this or not, but his most recent album, right. All My Heroes Are Cornballs, Pitchfork gave that a 6.7. Sorry, a 7.6, which there is in go. that line. There you go. Said, so, yeah. Um, like this, that Pitchfork dick, 7.6, bitch. That's like, spooky. He's a, has he done he's that? He's a predictor. He is a predictor. Um... Yeah, I I don't know if like he meant to use that as a prediction, or seven point six means something else. I don't know much about guns. That could be like caliber well, gun. Maybe he did something else of his get a seven point six. No, no. that um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but either way, that is an epic gamer moment. Yeah. And then he had that three song run of him being black versions of celebrities, uh, starting out with Black Ben Carson, who was like a politician. Mm-hmm. So he's basically saying in that whole album, vote for Peggy, uh, which I probably would not. <laughs> um, and there's Black Steve Austin, where he basically says it's unfair 
that Steve Austin is allowed to beat his wife and get away with it. Who is Steve Austin? Is he the wrestler? Yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't think he's... In 2002, he, he beat his wife. No, but I'm just saying, like... I see what I mean. Why is, he, why is he saying black Steve Austin? What is that well, like, referring to? Because he's saying Peggy's getting away with that because he's white. If he was to get away with it... Oh, sorry, if he was to do it, he wouldn't get away with it. Right. So he's like the black Steve Austin. Yeah. There you go. Uh, he ends the track, actually, with a very harrowing line. Uh, Beat my bitch ass like a young Chris Brown. <laughs> the only difference is Steve Pale, Chris Brown. I beat my bitch ass because it's the only thing I'm good at. I beat my bitch ass because I'm white and I can do that. I think um, Peggy has racial um, issues. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think he knows what color he is. Does he? <laughs> I don't know. And that, no, no, no. He, of... He's like because he's saying he's Steve Austin there. Like I can oh, beat her because right. I'm white and I can get away with that. Right. But Chris so like, Brown got away with it. Yeah, no. I don't really know what that. <laughs> it is a bit confusing. But I think. It's more like not getting away with it in a sense like of serving jail time of like people knowing about it. Right. Because before this, I did not know that Steve Austin beat his wife. But everyone has heard about Chris Brown doing it. There you go. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, yeah, yeah he could be referring to that. Wrong. But yeah, he's oh, he's got a lot of songs about just saying he hates white kids and like white boys. Like he's got that uh, song, uh, Cuck. Is that is that about white boys? Yeah, yep. Because he, he is black and, you know, cuckolds usually are white men letting a superior black man come in. Right. And he's saying, like, watch my skin as I fuck your wife. Is that what he says? Yeah. <laughs> not surprised. That sounds like something he would say. Uh, so he does have some... I, I don't know what's happened. I know he did serve in the military. So something may have happened there. Like, he may have uh, sort of gone through some racial derogatory. He might have been targeted. Yeah. Which... Yeah, it shouldn't happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but going back onto this, I don't think white men should get away with beating things. Like, if you do something wrong... Beating things. <laughs> beating women. <laughs> like, if you do something wrong, you know, serves the time for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, get get punished. Um, then there's Black Stacy Dash, and she's already black. <sighs> Double. <laughs> uh... Apparently, he referenced a lot of things that she's done, like in the song. But I don't know who she is. So she has a song with the Migos, doesn't she? I swear she does. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. You see a singer? She definitely has a song with someone. She's a very old singer. Stacy Dash on an album I reviewed recently. Stacy Dash was on there. <laughs> I swear. Uh, what What did I review two weeks ago? I'm pretty sure that's what it was on. Uh, I could not tell you. She was literally in a song, I swear. Right, and then um, another song he's got. I just killed a cop, now I'm horny. That has to be one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard in music. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's an audio recording of a police officer's attempted traffic stop. It started out pleasant enough, but very quickly turned into like into like, a whole thing of the officer shouting, get back, get back. Right. And the officer hesitated to shoot this man. And because of that, he lost his life. The, the man that he pulled over ended up shooting him. And he passed away 
on on saying. And it was just these straight up like the actual audio recording of that at the start of the song. Yeah, that's cooked, isn't it? It is. Um, in the chorus, Peggy says, "When your mama dies, when your daddy dies, when your sister dies, who's gonna weep when these coppers die?" Which I think is a very um, like good point that he's brought up. Yeah. Like they're they're people, and he's sort of like personalizing it for literally anyone that's listening. Yeah. Like anyone will be able to relate to that. Uh, the Twenty Seven Club actually had him narrating from different people's point of views. And then pointing out their own flaws. First verse was Peggy pretending to be Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> He's cooked. And he was saying negative things about rap and being overly racist. I don't know much about Jimi Hendrix. Like, was he a racist man? Did he hate rap? I don't know. I don't know. And then... I was... don't really know much about old Jim. Me neither. Well, I recently learned he's a guitarist. I thought he was a singer. Yeah, he's that black guy with a huge afro. Yeah. I knew what he looked like. I didn't know what he did. Yeah, I knew he was good. He made that one real famous song, what, Through the Fire and the Flames or something like that? Oh, yeah. That is a I'm song. I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he bloody created that. That's like that, one of that the song, hardest songs like ever it to, is. to play, isn't it? Yeah. That song actually, whenever I hear it, just reminds me of like Ring of Fire, but Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Burden Ring of Fire. Um, then the second verse was him pretending to be Janis Joplin. And he basically says that she just rips music off of people all the time. I don't even know who Janis Joplin is. Who is that? I've heard She's that a, name a, before. She's a white country girl who looks way older than she is because of drugs. Right. I've and heard that name. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have heard it before this, but I didn't recognise anything about her. I still can't find this bloody album. <laughs> I don't think it happened. And then finally, I'm Kurt so Cobain. Stacy something. He just acts all like really stuck up, and he says, "Man, I, I'm sure, sure I'm glad I don't have to go to my job. I've got all of this money." Right. Like, but like, I don't know. That one, um, he did have a job though. He did. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, if that's the case, like, he doesn't have a job. He's doing the exact same thing as what Kirk Cobain did. Yeah. Maybe he's talking from a different perspective. <laughs> He's got a track as well. This, that shit Kid Cudi could have been. I was expecting it to be a diss song. I was actually a little bit excited to see what negative thing he could come up with. But literally the only negative thing he says about him is, but that neighbour wasn't built to win. There you go. Like, neighbour. I thought it would be a shot at him singing. He's got another line in there. I tried to have a look for it this morning, but I couldn't find it. But um, it's basically about Death Grips having the album name Neighbour on the Moon or Neighbours on the Moon, something like that. Right. Because Death Grips has one black guy and then two white guys. Yeah, what's the black guy's name? Oh, it's like Road Dog or something. That's no, MC Ride. MC oh, Rise. yeah, MC Ride, yeah. yeah. I and, knew it started um, with R. He basically just says that MC Wright is a pussy for letting those two, like, have an album called that. But, like... And he says, like, you're not a real man. MC Wright is very scary looking. I would not say but, Like, I'm too. sure he would have approved it, like... And also, I feel like uh, JPEG Mafia makes music that, uh, like... Offends other people. No, but, like, yeah, but, like... 
I think Death Grip sort of birthed JPEG Mafia. Oh, yeah. Like, JPEG Mafia wishes he could make music as sort of acclaimed as Death Grips. Yeah. Like, Death Grips is, like, loved by everyone in hip-hop. Yeah. And outside of hip-hop. Especially the money store. But also, like, I mean, MC Wright is the only one rapping. Yeah. So, like... The other two are, like, producers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. Can, like, you not have a... Like the N word in a song, if a white person produced it, is that allowed? What? Peggy know. literally does that because Kenny Beats produces for him. <laughs> he one hundred percent says the N word in those songs. I don't even know. So he's, he's all over the place, this fella. Each week, because I'm doing like just one album, you know, each right. time I do the Discog dive, I need to shit so fucking bad. I'm gonna give three. Songs. Three tracks. What are your tracks from this one? Uh, Drake Error. Yep. Black Ben Carson. And then... Oh, it's got to be All Caps, No Spaces. All Caps, No Spaces. Black Ben Carson is actually lit. Alright, go on on the message I sent you. Carson, Carson. Bitch, I'm Ben Carson. Carson, Carson. Black Ben Carson. Yeah, that... Click on that. Pick one. And... Let's play one song. Oh, so this is pick. for next week. I'm yeah. gonna do. Oh, Young Scooter! As if you're not doing Young Scooter. I'm gonna do. Uh, Crime Apple. It's right on the bottom. It's not even on that photo. But yes, I'm gonna do Crime Apple. His album is called Veridi Penum. It's probably Latin okay. or something. And I'm gonna pick. All right, pick a number between one and eight. Go five. All right. One, two, three, four, five. It's called. I think they're all... There's one called Dead Gringo, so that sounds gangster. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... Is this allowed? Al- Allium. Let's see what Allium's about. Oh, wait. I had my sound off. Crime Apple's is like a underground sort of rapper. I've listened to some of this stuff before. Oh, I like that. Sounds like something I would like. Oh, well, I'm going to do Blockhead with his album Bubble Bath. Alright, have you got it up? I'm going to say, how many tracks is there? 12. Say, I'm going to say, number two, mate. As long as it's not a skit. That is called Bubble Bath. Alright, let's hear Bubble Bath by Blockhead. It's six minutes long. <laughs> oh, I don't like the instrumental already. It's a bit crazy. It's a sloth. That's the, the cover. Blockhead. What type of music would Blockhead make? I don't know. Okay. 20 seconds in. Okay, give it a skip. Give it a skip forward. Have you picked a, a beat album? Okay, if it's a beat album, I'm not going to do it. Is it just music to listen to in your bubble bar? <laughs> All right, go go like okay. number go number five. Mate, I was literally going to go number five. Right. Uh, it is not yet time for the percolator. All right. I don't know what the percolator is. This is also six minutes long. <laughs> All right, uh, we're not picking blockhead. I'll, I'll do one more. All right, Sugar Daddy's Lament. All right. Nah, no chance. Alright. Alright, I'll pick another one. Alright. 
I'll do survival, but day beast. Alright, pick number three, mate. Track number three. Alright, hold on, I've got to get the man up. Alright. Alright, as if you're not doing Chief Keith, the glow files. Alright, survival. Number three? Yep. That's Godfather 4 featuring Nas. Alright. Ooh. Is that a synth or a person? Mm, a synth person. Sounds like Kanye West. It does. Yeah, that sounds good. Alright, so that's what we'll be doing next week. I'll be doing Crime Apple. You'll be doing Dave. Dave. East. East. Not Dave. <laughs> Dave East. And that's us. Be sure to tune in in a couple of days for the next show. And then be sure to tune in come Monday again for shoes. We know you're there. We know you're watching. So subscribe. <laughs> Check out Patreon for Robert's, Robert's drunk endeavors. <laughs> Patreon's in the description. Shouldn't I make a Patreon? I don't know. Yeah, I don't need to know. <laughs> if you want. Alright, that's us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching. That's a wrap. <laughs>